Hello everybody and welcome to Sports IQ. Today we're going to be doing an in-depth look at the NBA Finals Game 1 and 2. The series featured the Golden State Warriors versus the Boston Celtics. Game 1, played in San Francisco, had many ups and downs, but in the end, the Celtics pulled ahead for a number of reasons. Today I'm going to be going over these reasons in the Games 1 and 2. Well, for the Warriors, it was raining in San Francisco. It looked like every shot was going down in the first quarter. However, they could not defend the Celtics' ball movement in threes. The Celtics run a specific offense where they drive into the paint and then kick the ball out to the perimeter shooters to hit a three. Another key reason why the Warriors did not win this game was because of six-man Jordan Poole. Poole posted a 92.3 offensive rating, the third lowest of the playoffs. Warriors fans have been accustomed to Poole hitting deep shots and playing well for their team in the postseason. However, this was not the case in this game. In addition, the Warriors did happen to be dominant on the boards for the early part of the game. Looney had six offensive boards. They also beat the Celtics in points in the paint, 26-15. The Warriors used these offensive boards to capitalize, as they beat the Celtics 26-15 in second, t- second chance points. It was even 19-5 at one point in the game. Now, why did the Celtics win? Well, a lot of it was because of ball movement. While Celtics superstar Jason Tatum did not have a specifically great shooting night, he did have 13 assists, paving the way for other great shooters to pick up in his place. He also led the entire game in, per- in assist percentage. Now, as I said before, the driving kick worked very well for the Celtics, and they found themselves open a lot more than the Warriors. They had not one, not two, but 15 more open shot attempts. And in addition, they capitalized because they shot a higher percentage when open. Now, another reason w- another reason for the victory was, was from unexpected performances from power forward Al Horford and six-man Derek White. White scored 21 points and was 5 for 8 from 3-point land. In addition, he also had the highest plus-minus of the game, posting a plus 25. Al Horford took over in the fourth quarter. In the entire game, he scored 26 points. He went 9 for 12 and 6 for 8 on his 3-point attempts. Smart, White, and Horford were a big reason for the win, as they combined for 15 of the 21 threes for Boston. Their defense really propelled them to the win, as they beat the Warriors in points off turnovers 21-10. to 10. Now, the four major factors of the game are effective field goal percentage, turnover percentage, offensive rebound percentage, and free throw rate. In these four categories, Boston won three. They had a higher effective field goal percentage, 62.9% to 55.1%, a lower turnover a lower turnover percentage, 11.5 to 12.9, and in addition, they also had a slightly higher free throw rate, 15, 15.3% to 12.5%. The only thing that the Warriors did capitalize within the four major factors was offensive rebound percentage, as they did beat beat the Celtics in that category, 27.3 to 20.6. Now we're going to be going quarter by quarter to see what exactly the Warriors did right and what exactly the Celtics did right, and what went wrong for the Warriors and what went right for the Celtics. Well, in the first quarter, it seemed like the Warriors' game plan was Stephen Curry pulling up for three. The Warriors were 7 of 13 from three-point land, six of those from Steph Curry. Curry also scored 21 first-quarter points. The ball movement was also there for the Warriors. Draymond Green had two assists. Curry had two assists. The rebounding game was even, but it was really Stephen Curry who carried the Warriors to a successful first quarter. Stephen Curry had an amazing performance. However, Boston played as more of a team. They had better ball movement, and all five of their threes came from assists. They had nine assists from the quarter and three from Jason Tatum. They also hustled back on defense and had three blocks. Now, when looking at the Warriors and Celtics, there's an obvious difference in size. The Celtics are much bigger, and it makes sense that they, had, that they beat the Golden State in points in the paint 12-8. to 8. 
Now, the scoring was very close, but the Warriors did escape this quarter 32-28. to However, within this quarter, everybody on the Celtics had, had very similar point totals, and this will help when Stephen Curry sits out completely. The second quarter, Boston wins 28-22, and this is why. Andrew Wiggins had one of the best defensive performances in the game. Jason Tatum is the Celtics superstar who has been leading them those whole playoffs to where they are right now, shot 0 for 3. Wiggins completely locked him down on the perimeter. However, Tatum also returned the favor as Wiggins was 0 for 4 on offense. As I said before, six-man Jordan Poole was not a factor. This is a significant reason why Boston was able to win this quarter. One of the few bright spots for Golden State this quarter was, was Otto Porter's life off the bench. He had 9 points in, and 3 for 3 from 3. The second quarter is when it all came together for Boston. Smart had two steals on defense. Tatum continued to dish his passes. He had four assists. Brown was three for seven, and four different players on the Celtics on this quarter hit a three. The third quarter tipped again as the team Golden State would take the victory. They won the quarter 38-24. Part of the reason was because Curry played 11 minutes this quarter. The Warriors were six for 13 from three and 11 for 22 overall. Boston made an interesting switch of Derek White, six-man Derek White, and onto Stephen Curry instead of Marcus Smart, and he, surprisingly, he did have more success than the Defensive Player of the Year, holding Curry to 3 for 8 and 9 points. 9 points may seem like a lot in a quarter for an average player, but not for Stephen Curry. Center Kevin Looney also had an underrated game, 2 blocks and 4 rebounds in the quarter, and helped the Warriors outshoot Boston 44% to 37% in the quarter. Now, the third quarter was a terrible showing for Boston. They were 7 for 19 overall. Tatum could not score. He was 1 for 6. Brown could not score. He was 1 for 4. The only positive was Al Horford starting to come alive. He was 2 for 3 from 3 and had 7 points in the quarter. Besides that, nothing was going right for Boston. Now, if it seemed like the third quarter was mostly Golden State, the fourth quarter is completely Boston. They completely dominated Golden State, outscoring them 40-16 to 16 in the fourth quarter. They even went on a 17-0 to zero run. Horford was 4 for 4 with 11 points. Brown was 4 for 6 with 10 points. Derek White came up big. The Celtics were completely on fire. And they weren't just on fire on offense. They completely locked down the Warriors. 16 points for the Warriors in the fourth quarter. This is absurd. Horford and Brown also combined for 21 of their 40 points in the fourth quarter. And while it was a very entertaining game, Boston did end up getting the win, in my opinion, mostly because of their playmaking. They were able to pass the ball much better, and they did a great job dissecting Golden State's defense. They had more open looks and capitalized on these opportunities. In addition, they did play better defense. However, yes, they did win this game by a score of 120 to 108, but I did not think they were going to win game two. Why? Well, this is because this is because they relied on Derek White, Al Horford, and Marcus Smart. And while these three players had great games, it was really just unrealistic that they would keep this up for game two. White is a very solid six man, but it's not every day he scores 21 points, and it's not likely it happened again. Horford with 11 points in the fourth quarter. Don't get me wrong, it was amazing. It's not going to happen again. It didn't happen again. Marcus Smart, he has stepped more into the role of facilitator, but he did score a good amount for Boston in that game. Again, he's not a scorer. That's unlikely to happen again. It didn't happen again. And this is why Golden State would eventually take game two. Okay, game two. Lots to unpack here. Well, to start off, simple. Uh, Stephen Curry, he had 29 points, 9 from 21 from the floor, 5 for 12 from 3. This was very interesting because normally Curry functions as a hybrid guard. Yes, he does bring the ball up. Yes, he's a great ball handler. However, a lot of the times, his threes come off of assists. A lot of the times, they give it to Draymond. Curry runs around the defense until he gets open. They pass it to Curry for a three. However, this game was completely different. Curry was in isolation almost all the time. 77.8% of his shots came without an assist and 80% from three. 
Now for Clay Thompson, terrible night. Four for 19 and one for eight from three. The problem wasn't the fact that he couldn't get open. Golden State tends to run a lot of pin flares in which they set a low screen and Clay pops up and they give it to Clay for a jump shot. And yes, he did get open, but he couldn't capitalize. Now, one reason why the Golden State Warriors won, a huge one, a major one, Draymond Green. He assisted on fifty percent, on nearly 50% of assists when he was on the floor. He had seven total. Amazing, incredible defensive performance. It was almost unlike anything I've ever seen. Dre held his players to 21.4% of the floor and one from seven from three. Curry held his to, to 27.3%. And again, the unsung hero of the Warriors, Kevon Looney, held his opponents to 0 for 7 from the field, which is absolutely crazy. Gary Payton, the second was back, the all-second the all team, and the, le- and the son of former defensive great Gary Payton. And finally, finally, Jordan Poole came back, and he came back in a big way. The game before this, he had the second-worst defensive rating of the playoffs, with 129. As I said before in the last game, the, the Celtics were able to pick apart the defense and get open looks. That did not happen at all this game. The Warriors have this have the second worst defensive rating of the playoffs last game. Right now, went straight to the highest, 129. And the Warriors' amazing defense can be seen in the turnovers by the Celtics. The Celtics had a 19.4% turnover rate, which is the second highest of the playoffs so far. In addition, the Warriors had 15 steals and 3 deflections. And the Warriors also did a great job of turning their defense into offense, their 15 steals and 30 deflections, they were felt on the offensive end as the Golden State Warriors had 33 points off the turnovers. Now, another very, very key reason why they won this game, Kevon Looney dominating the paint. The Warriors outscored the Celtics in the paint 40-24. Kevon Looney was 6-6. for The Warriors would drive and they would dump it off for him. He would go up, he would finish strong, and his dominance showed in the paint. My question is, where was Robert Williams? The Celtics center... The Celtic center, who was on the all-defensive team, did absolutely nothing for their offensive game. He had two points. He took what? One, two shots? I mean, come on. Two rebounds from your center? I understand that he may still be hurt, but two rebounds for your center? This is why the Celtics are losing. They're getting bossed around in the paint, and they can't do anything about it. Tatum, by himself, he didn't have a specifically... He had a decent game. 28 points, 8 for 19, 6 for 9 from 3. But he didn't really help the Celtics. Last game, yes, he didn't shoot well, but he did a great job facilitating. He had 13 assists. Today, he today he only really looked to score, and and it didn't and improved in his stat sheet. He had he had a total of a minus 36 for the game. Jalen Brown was also completely Jalen Brown was completely locked up. He was he was five for 17 from the floor, even though he did have 17 points. The defensive effort I was most impressed with on the on the Warriors easily Stephen Curry. When Curry entered the league, he was obviously known for his three-point shooting, but his defense was one of his weaknesses. Over time, he has improved. He is above-average defender. Some would even call him a good defender. Now, Smart, Marcus Smart, the point guard of the Celtics, is not a specifically amazing scorer. However, the fact that Curry, the fact that Curry held him for 0 for 4 in the game and 0 for 2 from 3, pretty impressive. Again, Al Horford and Derek White, the heroes of last game for the Celtics, did not show up in, in this game. Horford was 1-for-4 and was a non-factor. He had two points. And their six-man Derek White, he didn't do anything either. In Game 1, the best players for the Celtics were Horford, Smart, and White. They carried the Celtics in the fourth quarter for their win last game. This game, 
6 for 23 on the game, 2 for 7 for 3. 2 for 7 for 3. Now, it's not like their ball movement was terrible, it's just that the Warriors' defense completely stepped up. Yes, they were, yes the Celtics were, get, were able to get some shots off, but they were all contested. A ton of contests, and, they, and the Celtics shot 30% on contested shots. The Warriors 18 for 37, 48.6%. On the defensive end, the Celtics also struggled. Defensive Player of the Year Marcus Smart had 9 of the 18 deflections. Besides him, they did not do anything. In the four factors of the game, Golden, the Golden State had a better effect, effective field goal percentage, lower turnover percentage. Boston did have a better offensive rebound percentage. However, most of their offensive rebounds did come in the fourth quarter when neither team was really trying. And the free throw rate was even. So now we're going to look by quarter. Well, the first quarter was generally even. Tatum had 13 points, even though he was 4 for 9 and 3 for 4 from 3. And Brown had 13 points and 4 for 6. However, I said this before. Tatum scoring, yes, it looks good, 13 in the first quarter. I mean, yeah, it looks great, but was it really? If you take a deep dive into it, it's not. Because what he's doing is he's not passing. He's if he's, if Yes, he should be looking to score, but he should also be looking to help for his teammates. If he's only looking for score, it's going to impact him negatively. And he was the only starter for the Celtics to have a, min a negative plus-minus for the quarter. Golden State was 11 for was 11 for 22 and 4 for 9 from 3. However, in my opinion, they did not play to their true potential as they were 5 for 9 from the free throw line, essentially giving up points. Now, Looney, as I said, I was very impressed with him before. He was 3 for 3 this quarter. He had, si he had 6 points all in the paint, and they won points in the paint, 12 to 8, which is a concern for Celtics because Robert Williams was not doing anything. On all defensive second team, he was, he was a non-factor. He did not do anything. As I mentioned before, the Warriors are a smaller team, and they're still able to outscore the Celtics in the paint, and it's really just unacceptable if the Celtics think they're going to win this game. Curry was 3 for 7. He had 10 points with 3 assists. And Clay Thompson, I don't know what was up with him. He was 1 for 5, very unlike Clay. Also, as I said before, the Warriors' defense was essentially choking all the breath out of Boston. Boston had 7 turnovers, only 2 for Golden State. And as I said before, they turned their defense for the offense, they score in transition, and that's where they hurt you. The second was, again, very, very even. The Warriors only escaped by one point, because they, were, they had pretty ugly shooting. They were 9 for 22 and 2 for 7 from 3. Wiggins was 3 for 7 with 7 points. The reason why I think the Warriors had such an ugly shooting, now, in my opinion, is because of Kevin Lo Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney did not play once this quarter. And while it might not seem like it, he may not be one of the Warriors stars that gets in the spotlight, He's the really unsung hero, and he's one of the major reasons why they helped. Now, the arrival of previously injured Gary Payton II helped. He had a plus-minus of plus-7. As, as I said before, he's an elite defender. He's, all, he's on the all-defensive second team. Clay, so don't know what's up with him. He was 0 for 3. But the Warriors, my God, they had amazing defense. But now, the real area of concern for the Celtics, they were not defending in the paint whatsoever. The Warriors outscored them 12-4 to 4 in the paint. This was without their center, Kevon Looney. The Celtics are a much bigger team, by far, and they still and they still got bullied around in the paint. The only reason why they were able to escape this quarter with a win, the only reason why they were able to escape Boston with the win was really just because of their defense. Boston could not get a shot off whatsoever. They were 7 for 24 in the quarter. The Warriors forced them to take hard mid-range shots, 1 for 7 in the minigame. Out of 7 for 24 in the quarter, White and Tatum had 6 of the makes. White was 3 for 8, 2 for 3 with 8 points. He had a decent quarter. Tatum, negative six. Well, Tatum has been able to make incredibly difficult shots before in the past, 
He's not playing any old team. He's playing the Golden State Warriors, who are one of the best defensive teams in the nation. He's taking very hard, very difficult shots. However, yes, he normally makes them. And if he's not making against the Warriors, he needs to, he needs to learn, I need to stop shooting. Instead, he keeps shooting, he, and he keeps missing. What he should be doing is, if, he's, if he knows he's not having a good shooting night, pass it off to someone else. Drive out, drive in, kick it out to someone out on the perimeter, hit a three. The third quarter was one of the most lopsided things I've ever seen. Golden State was 11 for 23 and 7 for, and 7 for 12 from 3. Curry and Poole were 5 of those 3-point makes. Curry had 14 points in the quarter, and the next closest was 5 points by anyone on the Warriors that played over 2 minutes. Clay was still in the funk. He was 2 for 6. But they won the, rebound depart- they won the rebounding department 13 to 8. And defense was really won it for the Warriors. Yes, last night it looked like, oh, the Celtics... Looks like the Celtics had phenomenal, phenomenal defense. They had, they held the Warriors to 16 points in the fourth quarter. Well, guess what? You thought that was good? Warriors held the Celtics to 14 points in the third quarter. They outscored them 35-14 to 14 in, the, in the third quarter. They took an 87-64 lead. Now, the fourth quarter did not really mean anything. They took an 87-64 lead. Why? Boston cannot make anything. They are 4-for-17 in the quarter and 2-for-8 from 3. I mean, Brown was 1-for-5 with 2 points. Horford was 1-for-4. The starters combined for 3 for 12. Tatum played the whole quarter and took two shots. Now, I would be fine with this if he, was, if he only took two shots because he was making plays for his teammates, but he didn't. He wasn't an effective facilitator, and he didn't make any shots, so he didn't really, he didn't really help them at all. Now, don't get me wrong, he's a phenomenal player, but that phenomenal player did not show up tonight. Now, it's 87-64 to going into the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter didn't really mean both Both teams entered the bench. I mean, Tatum, Horford, Brown, and Smart each played one minute and 15 seconds in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter was really just, was really just an opportunity for the, bench, for the bench and some of the younger guys to get out there and play. So really, why did the Warriors win the game? Defense. Draymond's defense, Curry's defense, Looney's defense. Yes, they were able to score effectively, but it was the defense that, helped them, that propelled them to the win. Poole came back, and they turned their defense into offense in transition. And they were able to lock up Tatum and Brown. And they were really able to lock up the entire Celtics roster, which is pretty impressive. Lastly, for my prediction of the series, I do believe the Golden State Warriors will win the NBA Finals. As for Game 3 and 4, I either see a split or the Warriors taking two of the games. But in the end, I see Warriors in 6, maybe? Uh, I think that they're better defend. I think that while they're both good defensively, the Warriors have the experience. They've been there before, and they will get there again. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed my analysis of the first two NBA games. Um, remember to tell your family and friends to keep growing the Sports IQ community. Uh, thanks for everyone for watching. This was Sports IQ with Michael Scott.